0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, it's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is The Art of Being Well. What's up and welcome to The Art of Being Well. I am a leading functional medicine doctor. We get to consult people around the world via telehealth. And I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Intuitive Fasting, The Inflammation Spectrum, Ketotarian, and Gut Feelings. If you want to learn more about our clinical work, the telehealth center, we have brand new telehealth patient options now open, but you're going to learn more about some exciting things in today's episode. And we have lots of free resources there for you as well. Copious, copious amounts of free, healthy stuff for you. Free resources, free protocols, all there. All at drwillcole.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E.com. And I said this a few times. If you haven't followed The Art of Being Well on Instagram, check it out. There's stuff that I do not post on my regular page at drwillcole.com. But on the Art of Being Well Instagram page, we post extra videos, behind the scenes stuff, giveaways. It's at T-A-O-B-W, at T-A-O-B-W. It's the acronym for the Art of Being Well. Head over there, you'll get extended videos of all different interviews that we've done on the podcast. And yeah, I'll see you over there. Today, about once a month, we have entire episodes devoted to a functional medicine, wellness perspective on different things that we see at the telehealth center. We've talked about different autoimmune conditions. So if you want to have a deep dive, like masterclass on a functional medicine approach on different health issues, as far as protocols, labs, what works, what doesn't work, advanced therapies, the latest science on conditions, go back and listen to these episodes. There's about one every month and they're called mental health is physical health because that's a central position that we take within functional medicine of dealing with both the physical and the mental, emotional, spiritual, and how this crosstalk, this bi-directional relationship, that one influences the other. That physical health impacts mental health, but mental health, emotional, spiritual things like chronic stress, unresolved trauma will impact the physical body too, physiologically. So anyways, this is our heart, our passion. And to help me out every Mental Health is Physical Health episode. We have someone from the physical health side of the clinic and the mental, emotional, spiritual side of the telehealth center. So on the physiological side, representing the functional medicine team, we have Andrea.
1: I love that you say representing because I I feel like I should have a cape or a crown or something and I should wave elegantly. So when you picture this podcast and you hear me, that's what I'm doing.
0: Oh, that's special. <laughs> <laughs> That took a left turn, but I love it. (laughs) That's where my mind was this morning. Yeah, your your imagination ran wild. And then to represent the mind-body component, we have our lead emotional wellness coach, Candice. What's up?
2: Yeah. Hey, and for your mind's eye, I'm assuming a power posture (laughs) to compliment Andrea's elegant wave. Yes. Are these your favorite episodes, Will? <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if only, right. That's why they have to go follow at T-A-O-B-W because you can get behind the scenes stuff on these episodes. So what's today's topic? I'm so excited. So
1: excited. Yeah, Candace and I are like kind of geeking out a little bit.
0: is something that we've been working on for a while now. Yes. Yes. And it's finally coming to fruition. Yes. And it's for people around the world.
1: It is. And so... Having worked with Dr. Cole now for almost, it'll be 14 years, January of 2024. So I'll, I've been here for a really long time. And we have worked together really well over the years and helped thousands of people. But we want to help more people. And so that's why we are launching a new group care platform. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be called the Metabolic Recharge. And this is a program we have been working on for the last few months. It has been an all hands on deck attitude. Candace and I have worked really closely together. And we're going to talk about that today so that people can understand what are the levels of working with our clinic and why is this program so special? I'm really yeah. excited about it.
0: Yeah, it's born out of being, I mean, for people that don't know this, I say ad nauseum because I want people to know the, what level of expertise that we this team has. We are the first functional medicine telehealth center in the world. If you didn't know that, we've been in telehealth for 13 years. So well beyond before a pandemic. I mean, this is a long time ago. So for 10 hours a day for those 13 plus years, that's what we've done. So we're constantly coming up with new ways To be there for people in the way that they're looking for and evolving and pivoting and expanding and immersing people in the best telehealth care. So we are usually like our main focus usually had been, and it still is, concierge one-on-one telehealth. So that is amazing. It is amazing care. We get labs, we're providing them that clinical insight and giving people answers as to why they're struggling with complex health issues. People with autoimmune problems, brain health issues, hormone problems, digestive issues, metabolic issues. So that's been our main focus. And a few years ago, 2019, I think is when we started working on it, was we started these group telehealth Options for people, yes, to because there's only so many hours in a day. And maybe you'll ask me these questions, Andrea, but like there's only so many hours in a day, so how can we help more people? So, we needed to find a way to democratize functional medicine more to expand our reach. And this sort of hybrid model, something called autoimmune health reset, was born. And it's wonderful, we're helping so many more people, it's amazing. Because we have 10 hours a day with the team. It's like, okay, okay we are, that's great. Let's still do concierge. But how can we help more people? And then you're in a room, in a virtual room with people around the world with over 100 people. It's amazing. And they're, they're, and they're getting the same results as the concierge. You can't do labs to that level, right? But you can do a lot to get people better. And then we're there for labs when they need it, yes. if and when they need it. So it's it's very cool. So this metabolic recharge has never been done, honestly, certainly within the functional medicine space like this. So I'm excited for you to all hear about it. And beyond fun- the metabolic recharge, I want you to get a science-backed perspective on why so many people are struggling with weight loss resistance, trouble losing weight, fatigue, brain fog, all this stuff. So this is not just going to be about the metabolic recharge. And we're our acronym for that is TMR. We're going to be talking about so much stuff that will impact your life for the better. So let's get into yeah,
1: it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's kind of the purpose of this conversation is to educate people on why is this necessary? So I think one of the first questions that I would want you to explain so we can get into that is I want you to talk a little bit about what does this program consist of? What makes this program different from other programs that are out there?
0: Well, it's in telehealth. I think that's obvious, right? I think that's different for many people because they're used to going somewhere, right? Physically, I think more and more people are aware of that telehealth's a thing uh, that's entirely virtual. And it's like having a doctor in your own house. It's like having a whole functional medicine team On your phone, in your pocket (laughs) when you're walking around. we're really
2: in the pocket too. We're all there. (laughs) Yeah,
0: we're all there. So I think that's a major thing that sets it apart. And again, we've done it it for 13 years. So we've worked out the kinks. Like We are excellent at what we do in telehealth. And number two, we're getting to the root cause. I think that a major aspect that we always try to teach our patients is we have to, for dealing with something like weight loss resistance, trouble losing weight, we want to get healthy- to lose weight instead of trying to lose weight to get healthy. So we we see weight loss resistance just like we see any other symptom, brain fog, fatigue, anxiety, depression, different inflammatory problems, digestive problems. We see these as check engine lights. What we're going to be doing in the metabolic recharge is also why do you have the problem in the first place? And when you deal with why you have the problem in the first place, the natural ripple effect will be Being metabolically healthy, being at the weight that's the best for you. So it's not a weight loss program, quote unquote, that's about being restrictive, punishing your body, eat less, work out more. This is about getting healthy to lose weight instead of trying to lose weight to get healthy. So that's our main goal is radiant wellness. Radiant wellness is the goal, being metabolically flexible and at the healthiest weight for your body will be the ripple effect of radiant wellness. So that's another major aspect of it. And then the third is you have the world's leading functional medicine team as part of your support. So we're getting to the root cause of why you're struggling with your health issues. And we're able to, as this podcast is called, the art of being well, holding both the science and art of it. And we're able to customize and evolve and tailor this experience for you based off of clinical experience, based off of labs, when and if they're needed, you have a team that can interpret this data and provide what are the missing pieces to your puzzle? Because I would say the most people that we see and most people that will be in TMR will be people that have tried everything but are spinning their wheels. At the end of today's episode, you're going to hear from somebody that's gone through what you've gone through and you're going to be able to hear, yeah, they were not eating like the standard American, but they still were spinning their wheels. What's missing? Well, we can figure that out. So much bio individuality with this, even within the group model. People think, oh, it's a group, it's not tailored. Well, it's definitely not true because you're having regular weekly calls with an expert team and provided all this clinical insight. We're able to really craft and curate the experience based off of you, based off of what you need.
1: And I think that's a good point. And I wanna, so when I say, like, what is this program and why this program? It's more than just nutrition. It's really encompassing multiple aspects of someone's journey in their when they're trying to right. heal. And
0: I think that's why we wanted to put. Us talking about the metabolic recharge on mental health is physical health. Yeah. To deal with both the mental mental health side of it and the physical health side of it. It's absolutely more than food. Food is a major part of anybody's wellness journey, no matter what your goal is. But it's so much more than that. Like, Mm -hmm. what are the impediments of why you can't lose weight? It's so much more than food. If you're a longtime listener of the podcast, you probably know by now I've been drinking AG1 for so many years. If you don't know about AG1, it's foundational nutrition. As somebody that looks at labs all day long for telehealth patients, I can tell you nutrient deficiencies are going to really wreck so many different pathways in your body. If you have fatigue, brain fog, inflammation issues, immune issues, digestive problems, just one scoop fills in the gaps of the most common nutrient deficiencies. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining the formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Think of AG1 like a multivitamin, multimineral, a probiotic blend, an adaptogen blend, a functional mushroom blend, and probably so much more. But those are the things that I think about. Just one scoop, you're really getting such a synergistic effect for your whole body. So AG1 is the supplement I love to provide the support my body needs daily. And that's why they've been a partner for so long, since honestly day one. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of immune-supporting, energy-supporting, mood-supporting, vitamin D3, K2. You get a whole year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and also five free AG1 travel packs, which I carry with me wherever I go. You get both of those with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash Will Cole. That's drinkag1.com slash Will Check it out.
1: I'm Ariel Laurie, host of the Blonde Files podcast, where every Wednesday I cover all things wellness. After nearly dying from addiction almost nine years ago, I have been on a mission to live my best, most fulfilled life, and I'm sharing everything with you, from how to achieve optimal health and well-being to the best beauty tips and even cosmetic procedures. I cover it all with raw, candid conversations with the industry's top experts and inspirational guests. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. What are the main reasons that you see people, like what are the most common reasons people have trouble losing weight?
0: Well, I mean, I think the overarching commonality between many people, not everybody, is metabolic inflexibility or metabolic rigidity. So what I mean by that is our body has two main modes, being more in a sugar-burning mode and more in a fat-burning mode. And the analogy that's oftentimes used that we use a lot with patients is sugar burning mode is like kindling on the fire and fat burning mode is like putting a log on the fire. You need both kindling and you need the log on the fire for a great fire. Most people are only putting kindling on their fire. And by fire, I mean their metabolism, what they're burning, what their energy sources. This is so much more than weight loss resistance. This is energy. This is the thing people that are struggling with brain fog. If they have kindling all day long, they're going to be have a whole host of different symptoms that will make them feel miserable, hangry, wired, tired, and trouble losing weight. So that is... A problem. So one of the main things that we have to do is deal with this common impediment to weight loss resistance and brain fog and fatigue, which is improving metabolic flexibility. So that is one of the common things that we see. And you'd look at labs like insulin, for example. We'd want insulin, which is a hormone that your pancreas produces. It's a fat storing hormone. It's meant to regulate blood sugar in as far as lab data and what we're looking at with patients, we want insulin to be about 0.5 to 8. Many people are having very much excessive insulin levels, hyperinsulinemia. Why does the body have excess insulin? Insulin resistance. It's the vast majority of people in the West are somewhere on that insulin resistance spectrum and they don't even know it. So We're looking at things like insulin. This is how someone would know from a lab data standpoint. A1c, that's your three-month average of your blood sugar. We want that under 5.5 in functional medicine. Glucose, your fasting blood sugar. It's a major hallmark of all of this. We want it under 90 in functional medicine. So many people have this creeping level of glucose. They have triglycerides that's above 100. We want it under 100. Insulin resistance, typically can be seen on labs well before someone's pre-diabetic. You're going to see lower HDL or good cholesterol. You're going to see triglycerides above 100. On average, you'll see that four to 10 years prior to somebody somebody being diagnosable as a type 2 diabetic, or they may never become that. Maybe they'll just be stuck in that PCOS, which is insulin resistant, or prediabetes or metabolic syndrome. Four to 10 years prior to when anything is diagnosable, you can see low HDL, high triglycerides, and that's like Paul Revere. That's a metabolic Paul Revere saying in, diabetes is coming. Insulin resistance is here. What can you do today, no matter where you're at on that insulin resistance spectrum, to arrest that and reverse that, which this is entirely reversible, improvable, healable, overcomeable. but you have to deal with it. So yeah, and why is triglycerides high? The body's trying to say, I need to put this blood sugar somewhere. So I need to store glucose as circulating fats, as triglycerides. So that's why you're seeing it because your body has this compensatory mechanism to say we need to get blood sugar down at all costs. But yet we know from a cardiometabolic standpoint, that's not healthy. It's it's unsustainable. It's it's needed at time because it's so toxic, but it's just unsustainable. The body doesn't have the ability to absorb glucose on a cellular level so you have this buildup of toxicity in in the body.
2: And does that show up symptomatically? So when you're talking about that four to 10 year period, mm-hmm. then like as you're talking about this, I'm thinking in real terms, like, okay, if it's 10 years, I'm 30 and then I'm 40 and I'm diagnosable. That's 10 years of my life that I'm symptomatic, even with minor symptoms, or I'm not functioning optimally. That's a huge cost. Yeah. Like the it's a huge life cost. Life. So you're seeing that people are having issues even in that four to 10 Window, right?
0: Absolutely. I mean, this and is. And what
2: might that look like?
0: These don't happen overnight. And yeah, that's a great question. What does that look like if, if somebody's metabolically inflexible or metabolically rigid? Brain fog, fatigue, insatiable cravings, low sex drive, trouble sleeping, trouble losing weight, skin issues, breakouts, cystic acne, hair changes, I mean, feeling cold that, that uh, you know, cliche that we say, but it's really heavy to, I mean, it's not cliche. It's not flippant. I'm not saying it flippantly. Feeling wired and tired. Yeah. That nervous system dysregulation, that hypervigilant. I'm like, I'm so anxious and on edge, but I'm exhausted. Those are hallmark signs of metabolic inflexibility and that you need to improve metabolic flexibility. I will put a quiz that we adapted from questions that we ask patients in the show notes. You all can take the quiz for yourself. Find out where you're at on the insulin-resistant spectrum. How metabolically flexible are you? I'll put the link in the show notes, and we'll have it somewhere around the metabolic recharge for the people that do the metabolic recharge too.
1: But I think that's a good point, is this program, even though we call it the metabolic recharge, we're talking about people needing... And wanting to lose weight, but you, what you're saying is that this program can be for people far before they get to their worst point.
0: Even if you want to lose five pounds, you just feel inflamed. Yeah, it may not even maybe low on the list. I want you to be healthy. Yeah, I want you to be the best version of yourself. Whether yes. you have to lose five pounds or a hundred pounds. Because it's so much more than that. I want you to be metabolically healthy. So other common causes that we see would be low thyroid. Of course, we have to talk about that. We look at for patients in when we when they're in diagnostics, they're, we're looking at a TSH, free T4, free T3, total T4, total T3, thyroid antibodies, reverse T3. These are things that can be missed. You can have a normal TSH, but still have low thyroid symptoms because of these issues. And has someone can have insulin resistance, they also can have thyroid resistance where the receptor sites, it's really an inflammatory problem that's impacting hormone signaling. That is what's causing the weight loss resistance where it's not just insulin, it is thyroid. It's it's. We can also talk about leptin as well, which would be another thing that we see is leptin is a hormone that your fat cells produce. They're supposed to tell the hypothalamic cells, the brain cells to burn fat. It's a signaling molecule like all hormones are. High leptin can be indicative of leptin resistance, which is a hormone resistance pattern. So hormones are interconnected. So one hormone dysregulation can create and beget other ones as well. So those are some top causes that we see. And then beyond that, environmental toxins would be another thing that I would mention, whether it be heavy metals, BPA, bisphenols, like forever chemicals, dioxins, glyphosate, and biotoxins, things like mold toxicity, can drive leptin levels up, bacterial viral issues, so because that's because why? If the bi- if we're saying the weight loss resistance is the check engine light, what's causing what's underneath that proverbial hood that's causing that check engine light to be on? So if inflammation is a commonality between all of these things, what's causing the inflammation. So we're able to really figure out through health history and context and clinically monitoring you, coaching you and labs when needed to figure out what are the pieces to your health puzzle. So those are the common causes. That's not an exhaustive list, but for the sake of time, you know, those are things for people to be mindful of.
1: No, I think that that's great. And I think we touched on even other signs too, to be aware of and to be mindful of beyond just the weight loss resistance. I want to ask you a question, and I know we've talked about this on the AMAs before, but where do you feel like the Ozempic craze fits into this? Does this fit into this? What are your thoughts around this?
0: Look, I think I'm not anti-medication, anti-pharmaceutical. I think we should just ask the question, what's your most effective option that causes you the least amount of side effects? So I want people to have agency over their health and be pro-choice when it comes to these things and say, yeah, could that be a tool within my toolbox? many people just know this is not like you don't have weight loss resistance because of an ozempic deficiency. Like you're not having trouble losing weight because of a lack of semaglutide in your body. So it's at best a, like a short-term solution, a quick fix. But what's the end goal? You're going to stay on that medication forever. What happens when you come off of it? You've not really dealt with why you have the problem in the first place. So and I think people should just have have informed consent with these things. And I think when it does work for people and it does give people a boost, it's paired with something like we're doing on TMR. So I don't think it has to be either or. I think really it could be both and. And those are things that we can cover in group calls. When I'm talking to people, they'll ask me, what do you think of this? Could I try this? And I could say, for your case, yes, that could be a tool. Let's try it. And you can have someone that's experienced in metabolic health to manage this appropriately and it, it could be a tool within your toolbox but it's not going to be the only tool let's be honest it's not going to be a magic cure all and anyone who who believes that really they're going to they're going to be disappointed long term
1: yeah so i agree and it, and like you said if it gets your head above water and it helps you invest in yourself we utilize yeah, these things it could be a
0: great like yeah
1: and i and a i think head above
0: water moment
1: exactly and But beyond medication, there are other specific therapies that we layer in too and that we talk about to help people get their head above water.
0: TN Dickinson's is the brand families have trusted for gentle and effective personal care, first aid, and skincare for over 150 years. TN Dickinson's 100% natural clinical grade witch hazel gently cleanses, soothes, and treats so many skin needs. For the whole family, no matter what life throws your way, you can bet there's T.N. Dickinson's for that. When it comes down to it, T.N. Dickinson's is the definition of witch hazel. It's distilled to remove impurities and to extract the most effective plant elements. T.N. Dickinson's is the only all-natural clinical grade witch hazel that cleanses your skin, soothes, calms inflammation, and treats just about anything and is gentle enough to use daily. T.N. Dickinson's products are available on Amazon and at major retailers, including Walgreens, Walmart, Target, CVS, and Rite Aid. They have a few products that we love here at the clinic that we recommend to telehealth patients. They have the Witch Hazel that's clinical grade, 100% natural astringent. This 100% natural astringent is the number one astringent brand, and it's suitable for everyone in your family. They also have the Witch Hazel Alcohol-Free Moisturizing Astringent. If you're looking for an alcohol-free product, T.N. Dickinson's Moisturizing Astringent is formulated with hyaluronic acid and aloe to hydrate and soothe skin while still cleansing. So go to tndickinsons.com slash for more information and to purchase. That's tndickinsons.com slash for more information. JS Health Vitamins is a science-focused vitamin and wellness brand that I love And it provides targeted formulas to help you meet your personal health goals. It was created using the highest quality ingredients backed by research. These products were made in Australia and created by expert nutritionist Jessica Seppel, which we had Jessica on the podcast not too long ago. JS Health Vitamins has a formula for all your needs from your skin health, digestion, stress, sleep, hair growth, and so much more. Australian products are globally renowned for their quality control and regulations when it comes to vitamins. They have so many popular products, like their advanced magnesium plus from JS Health Vitamins. It contains three forms of bioavailable magnesium magnesium glycinate dihydrate, magnesium citrate, and magnesium amino acid chelate for a synergistic effect for your nervous system and relaxation. And they also have their mood plus emotional balance formula as well, which supports deep sleep and calms the mind. They have high quality fish oil products, 1.5 grams per capsule, which is a very high strength, pure quality fish oil from wild caught small fish, allowing for purity, sustainability, and heavy metal testing. Of course, visit us.jshealthvitamins.com slash Will Cole and use code Will at checkout for 20% off your first order or subscription.
1: So what are some of the more advanced therapies that we'll implement? Is there something you think is worth noting so people can understand why what we do works?
0: And these are the type of conversations that we can have within the metabolic recharge community. These group calls will be next level because we're able to talk about these in-depth questions about, is this right for you? And the topic of peptides is something that I have seen great success with and- Truly, semaglutide is a peptide. And I think judicious, smart use of certain peptides, not just semaglutide, can be a tool within the toolbox for people. Temporary, right? Temporarily used to stimulate lipolysis, to stimulate fat-burning mechanisms in the body. So that is one that that we do use for different reasons, not just for weight loss, but for brain function, improving neuroplasticity and decreasing brain fog, people that have digestive problems that's making it difficult to lose weight. We've talked about peptides in the podcast before, but these are the type of conversations that we can have on a case-specific basis and see, is this something that you can use as a tool within my toolbox. So go back and listen to AMAs, just type in peptides in my name. You can get a deeper conversation on that. I won't go down a rabbit hole. But those are type of more advanced tools that not everybody needs, but it can be a tool within the toolbox. More advanced fasting protocols would be another thing that we're gonna really lean into in TMR for people who need it. And then it's not a matter of saying, well, fasting's good or bad, and you've heard all the conflicting information out there. It's who are you? what type of fasting are you doing and how much of it are you doing? So context matters with these tools. And
2: And also within the support of having those weekly check-ins with the team, right? So it's it's customized to you and in real time. I think that's a big component whenever someone is, when I've seen patients go through the fasting protocols in real time, they'll say having this check-in has changed this
0: aspect for me. Yeah, 100%. And there'll be people in TMR that won't fast at all. Right. And there'll be people that do really advanced fasting. So that's the tailoring and curating we can really do. It's a science and art. Mm -hmm. Instead of making broad sweeping statements and saying, everybody should do this. Like beyond drinking water and sleeping (laughs) and moving your body, I don't know if there's very many like blanket statements you can make. No, you can't. So... Other things, I mean, look, we can talk about hyperbaric oxygen therapy for some people. We can talk about ozone therapy for some people. If you're talking about mitochondrial problems and that's why you're having trouble losing weight, environmental toxins, mold, biotoxins that are impacting why you can't lose weight, we're able to lean into these protocols that are game changes for people. Does everybody need them? No, but they can be needle movers for you if you need them. And believe me, when that's a needle mover, you're gonna do it. Because you're going to see the results, you're going to want to keep doing the things that that's loving you back, and then of course tailoring food. I mean, that's without a doubt. As there's not like one way to do it, and we have patients that are doing you know more carnivore-ish protocols in care. We have patients that are doing entirely plant-based protocols in care. So I am not like militant about one way of eating. My my militancy is nutrient density and does this food love you back? And do you enjoy what you're eating? And is there a mindfulness intuition? Are you able to be flexible and have grace and lightness with your relationship with food? That's my militancy. Everything else is commentary. Everything else is individual. So I, I love that part, that, that sort of art, artistic approach to breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I think is, is fun for, for us as a clinic and for them as they learn that grace. How can you find food peace? How can you heal your relationship with food in your body? That is a major part, which I'll let Candice get into that later. But
1: Yeah, and I, I think it's important to talk. It's maybe not an advanced therapy, but it is something that we layer in. And we are going to help people understand what type of supplements are going to be appropriate oh, yeah. for them too.
0: Totally, yeah. So we're going to cut the mystique around around supplements. So we're able to layer in things that are needed for your case that are the impediments to the most common causes of weight loss resistance. Yeah, without a doubt.
1: Yes, and we picked very specific things to accompany this if someone chooses to do so.
0: Right. And then even beyond that, we're able to customize it too.
1: Exactly. So, it,
0: Like if somebody has mold toxicity, they're not going to need a mold protocol, but we're <laughs> able to really figure out, is this appropriate for you?
1: Absolutely. I think a question that we get asked a lot, and I think people, they want a simple answer sometimes. And as these conversations show, it's not always simple, but is there one thing that you think people get wrong when it comes to weight loss? Do you think that there's just one thing or a confluence of things or what What do you think people want and need to know?
0: I think one of the things I think people get wrong around this topic, especially in our day and age, is they are conflating conversations around foods that don't love people back with toxic diet culture. I think that's people get wrong because we have this food wars on social media and within the culture of, you know, diet culture against anti-diet culture. And I just feel like it shouldn't be an either or approach. I think we really can have an honest conversation Mm -hmm. That foods that don't love the human body back, and in individuals, certain foods that are not inherently negative to the human body, but just don't work for you at this point in your health journey, it's not toxic diet culture. It's not negative. It doesn't. And, and, and eating those foods isn't isn't self love and self respect. I want you to have the free choice to eat whatever you want to have it. Do it. This is not a moral indictment, but this is about healthy boundaries with things that don't love you back and being okay for this nuanced conversation and you being the best version of yourself, that's positive. That's the ultimate body positivity. And that's not about how you look. Like even if we ate the same way and did the same thing, we're still gonna have different body sizes. I want you to be the healthiest version of you and that you're gonna know that innately when you have ultimate energy and sleeping well and living your best life.
1: I love that. Do you see this as the future of healthcare? Because that's...
0: I I do. Here's the reason. It's not because I'm doing it and we're doing it as a team. It's because of this. It's a combination of clinical expertise, telehealth. And it's another thing that you didn't ask me, but I want to talk about it here. It's one of the judgments that we get in functional medicine is it's not affordable. It's just for the wealthy and... I can't afford it. Or they'll say, I have to be really, really sick to go to functional medicine. Like, that's not, I'm not that bad. This is solving both of those problems. Yeah, This is not for somebody that has a full-blown autoimmune disease. They come to the concierge telehealth side for us, for that, or go into autoimmune health reset, where you have an individual coach and we're able to, the care is more robust there. Not everybody needs that. So these are for people that want to level up their health, but they're not, as bad as you know, they're comparing themselves to somebody else, but they they want care, they're struggling with energy, they're tr- struggling with losing weight. They're struggling with these metabolic issues that I mentioned earlier. So I think that that is first why I think it's good because it's a lot of it is maybe you're earlier on in that insulin resistance spectrum. Do you want to wait four to ten years, like you said, Candace like, right. do you want to wait for that diet? or what can you do today to start moving your health? Why wait till you're bad enough to be put on a medication? or to be at least recommended that medication, what can you do today? But it is also for people that are on diabetic medications that are diagnosable, but it's more, I think, and this metabolic recharge is going to be more acceptable in people's minds that this is something that I can do from a lifestyle standpoint to just level up and like start my year or start my, this next chapter of my life, no matter when you are listening to this episode, when can I start this? If you're waiting for the right time, it's now. Yeah. You know?
2: And when I was going to even say and impact your family, but even this, you know, being on the inside of the program and building it out, this is accessible to your whole family. You know, this is something that I can see as a mom implementing pieces of this and even using it as education for your children. Like it's that level of impact because the reason I I don't want to waste four to 10 years of any, like I want to be at my best
0: now. Yeah. Life is so short. Like I was telling actually in the conversation that you're going to hear soon from our patient, I was saying like, okay, look she did so much, our patients do so much to increase their health span. Like we didn't really talk about this. This is really a longevity place. Yes, it this is. This is improving your health span. So if you're interested in longevity, we are optimizing all longevity markers through what you are doing here. So she's improving her longevity and health span. Wonderful. But I said, even the longest living of us, life is so damn short. So true.
2: It is. And it's like, yeah.
0: what are you going to do with the time that you have like days turn into weeks and weeks turn into months and years. And it's like that cliche I think of all the time. Like the days are long, but the years are short. And so many people, it's like, they look back and like 10 years have passed. It's like, are you living the life that you were created for? Yeah. And these things keep people back. And then I was like, the second thing, why I think this is the future is the price piece. Because this is, we did everything we could to make this more accessible, more affordable, democratize this care. We're keeping the cost down as low as we can.
1: I mean, for the amount of touch points that people will get on live calls, this is more than you will see your doctor in 10 years. Yeah. That is so true. I'm sorry. I'm not even exaggerating. Maybe
2: 20 years. No, (laughs) seriously.
0: Jen on the team factored this. It's $11 a day. It's $11 a day. Think of what people spend... $11 $11 a day. And Jen, she, she, um, we won't share your real-time well, example. Or will I, think you? I will. Yeah, gonna I'm going to throw oh, Jen no. under the bus oh, real here you go, She Jen. said
1: there was a point in time in her life where she was spending more than that a day on Starbucks. And I can attest my husband was there at one point in time too. So. I mean, it's so
0: easy to do. You get it's easy. You get the Frappuccino, you get the whatever. Some
1: egg bites and a coffee. You're you at $12.
0: People don't flinch at spending $11 a day. So we believe me. When you're talking about $11 a day, we're making this accessible to most people in the United States. I saw a recent statistic. Americans spend on average $20,000 a year on online shopping, not on groceries and and essentials, but just crap we don't need. $20,000 a year we spend on average on online shopping, eating out at restaurants, cell phone, like our phones and service of our phones, so, like like the latest iPhone and alcohol.
2: Don't hurt me, Dr. Cole, don't <laughs> hurt
0: me. <laughs> so, I mean, look, this is ridiculous. This is not a price issue for most people. It's a priority problem. When we are, fi- we are meeting people where they're at, I'm pro-choice when it comes to that. Spend your money on that materialistic stuff. But we're here for people that are serious about their health.
1: And I think when we're talking about how much it is a day and all that, and I mentioned how often they're how many touch points they're going to have with you and myself and the rest of the team, we decided that this program was going to be 90 days. Can you speak to why 90 days? What was our thought process? Help people understand, because we know healing and and health is a a lifelong journey, Mm -hmm. but why 90 days?
0: Well, we're going to make amazing changes in 90 days. And that you're going to hear in the conversation in a moment, in a moment here, I keep saying that, but the- <laughs> it's very soon. It's
1: really good. And I love her so yeah, much.
0: This is a real person that's just telling about her experience. She saw changes within a few weeks, but 90 days is for us to like the analogy that I use. If someone has a broken bone, they can't, you know, take the cast off in a couple of days and like go do yard work and push ups and pick up heavy things. You're going to slow down your healing. But if you keep that cast on for a few months when you need it, and it's a bad break, you're going to mend and repair and become strong and resilient. This 90 days is your proverbial cast for a broken metabolism. And we're able to repair and strength, gain resilience with our support and guidance And you can, after that, take that cast off. You may put a sling on (laughs) and and, and go to PT and we'll teach you what to do after us, but we're going to set you up for success. And what has taken years to get to where you're at now isn't going to be undone in four days. Give us 90 days. And we're able to make amazing changes in your health And honestly, weight loss can be the motivating factor for some people, but it's low on my list for what I get to see on the other side for patients. Yes. Because they'll be excited by that. But you know, that may be what motivated them. But it's like, I gained so much energy. I can go do the things I want. I'm sleeping better. I have a great, all this stuff.
1: My mood is better. My my family says I'm a whole new person. And
0: they'll be like, oh, I lost 60 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's not even that big of a deal when you regain what matters in life.
2: That's right. That's so true.
0: Yeah,
1: Yeah. And that's what I wanted people to understand is we know healing, we know health is a journey. And I love your analogy. And I think it's important for people to understand we won't abandon you after the 90 days either. There will always be options and means to continue to work with us because we truly, at the end of the day, I hope from all of the free content we put out there and the books and the articles and the podcast, first and foremost, we care about you. And that's why we do this.
0: Yeah. Something that we're using in the house this holiday season and beyond is the delicious grain-free baking mixes from my friends at Stellar Eats. Man, you have to check these out. These taste so freaking delicious. These grain-free, healthy baking mixes made with eight or less real food ingredients like almonds, coconuts, and dates. They make mixes like they're delicious. Carrot cake, banana bread, coffee cake that are also, of course, they're gluten-free, they're paleo-friendly, and naturally sweetened with coconut and date sugars. The taste and texture are just like the traditional conventional treats. This brand was started by three women who were frustrated with diet culture and how healthy eating is made all about how you look, not about how you feel or how the food actually tastes. They're on a mission to change the way wellness brands speak to consumers with their brand. I love that. I mean, that's why they're a sponsor on this show. It's because their message is the same as ours here at the Telehealth Center and all the listeners on The Art of Being Well know that. This is not about restriction. This is about going for foods that love you back. And you don't have to choose between taste and something that loves you back. You can have both. Visit Stellareats.com. And use code WillCole at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. That's dot com. Use code WillCole for 20% off your first order. Stellar Eats is also available at Whole Foods stores nationwide. This episode is brought to you by IQ Bar. Telehealth patients, people on social media, listeners of the podcast, many people ask me, like, what are some healthy... Whole food, snacks that love me back. Well, you have to check out, if you haven't checked out, IQ Bar. Discover the brain and body boosting benefits of IQ Bar with the ultimate sampler pack. You can get seven IQ Bars, four IQ Mix Sticks, and four IQ Joe Sticks. And today, our listeners get an exclusive offer of 20% off plus free shipping. Just text ABW to 64000. All IQ bar products are gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free and contain no GMOs or artificial sweeteners. The IQ mix is a zero sugar drink mix that hydrates with electrolytes, improves your mood with magnesium and boosts clarity with Lion's Mane adaptogen, the functional mushroom. On top of all of the benefits, I love how delicious the flavors are like blueberry, pomegranate, blood orange, peach mango, and the lemon lime. It's so good. The IQ Joe is a jitter-free instant coffee packed with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine, mood-boosting magnesium, and productivity-enhancing Lion's Mane. Again, the IQ Joe comes in four delicious flavors, the original black, the vanilla spice, the cafe mocha, and the toasted hazelnut. All amazing. Refuel smarter with IQ Bar's ultimate sampler pack. You can get seven IQ Bars, four IQ Mix Sticks, and four IQ Joe Sticks. And now, Our special podcast listeners get 20% off all IQ bar products. Plus you can get free shipping to get your 20% off. Just text ABW to 64,000. Get your discount text ABW to 64,000. That's ABW to 64,000. I'd love to talk about the mental emotional side and that sort of stress and trauma piece and weight loss resistance and things are going to... This gonna, is my
1: favorite part yeah, of all Because you're going to
0: get weekly calls with me and Andrea and other people on the team.
1: So multiple calls in one week.
0: Yeah, and like it's me. Like, I do this. This is not like somebody... You're going to
1: show up and Dr. Cole will actually be sitting there in real time, not AI. He'll be sitting there in real time <laughs> talking
0: to you. <laughs> Even though we did talk about AI me, which would be hysterical, but...
2: Uh, it would be really me or with your face on me. AI, yeah, which would just be Andrea... Which with a cardboard cutout over yeah, it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a gonna voice. be a
0: DIY AI. I yeah. promise you, if we do that, it's
2: only a joke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but in th- there's gonna be an amazing, robust educational platform and support platform for people to get videos from us and protocols from us and resources from us. It's all part of TMR. So part of that is the mental emotional side.
2: Yeah. And you really are becoming part of the Dr. Will Cole patient family. So we're bringing you in. I really like, you know, that you're talking, Will, you're so graceful with all of our priorities. And I think that you know, what what you're spending your money on, what you're eating, whatever those things are, you know, it's good to remember that they're representative just of how we're meeting our needs in any given moment. And usually it doesn't come from a bad place, but it doesn't mean that it's it's suiting you, right? Like the coat that keeps you warm and saves you from frostbite in the summertime might be of detriment and cause heat exhaustion, right? Yeah. So it's about prioritizing that. And you talked about well, how do we find food peace? And you know, what does what is the mental health component to this program? So I have a little bit of that, and then I have a practice for you as well, one of my favorites as always. So you know, there's the global piece of what does mental health, or as I'm really thinking of it personally, nervous system resilience. You know, I like that term. Of course, it impacts the ability to hit the basics. We need to sleep. You know? You're know, you not going to be able to have metabolic flexibility without good sleep, without energy, without that general well-being, your relationships, all of those things. Inflammation levels are all impacted when we really say, let's look at my nervous system. Let's get some more resiliency there. Mm-hmm. That's a big piece of it. And that window of tolerance concept that Dr. Dan Siegel developed, really, if you want to dive a little bit more into that, you can research that specifically. But what we know when we talk about like you're, you were alluding to trauma and the impact on weight loss mm-hmm. resistance, we know that for, you know, those levels of inflammation, those things go up. But on a real-time basis, it widens our ability to basically cope with our day-to-day in a state of resiliency. So when you've had traumatic experiences or patterning that builds up over time, Mm -hmm. it basically puts you in a dark room that gets closed, you know, more closed in and more closed in and tighter and tighter. And your ability to experience and interact with the world is impacted Really, at the most basic fundamental level, your nervous system, right? And so, the capacity to widen our ability to feel our best and operate in our highest states, I mean, that impacts the quality of life as well. Mm-hmm. Everything that we were talking about, you know, our ability to have freedom, create peace, hope, everything in the world. And that's what we want people to have. So, what? So, if you have to think about this thought experiment. Imagine that you are a person, a human being, and you're opportunity is limited to this room that you're in, but take the windows out, take the doors. You've got you yourself, no human interaction, no exterior sources, your opportunities for change, new things to happen. It's very limited. Mm -hmm. Say you then say after spending a period of time that way, I bring in a window, just a window. How does that shift your experience of the world or what opportunities you have for something else.
0: It lets me know that this isn't all there is.
2: Right. Or, or, and then you could learn about the seasons or just with a window, right? So the ability to take where we are and widen our window enough that we can see other experiences is really key to being able to, what you were saying, find food peace, because we have to be able to see ourselves and not make it worse, Mm -hmm. right? We have to be able to accept and Love, which you know, to me, love. I think compassion, unconditional support, respect, loyalty for ourselves, and then we can expand our intuition. So that's like I'm looping around, but that's the part I want to talk about: is expanding the intuition. But what happens to people when our window of tolerance has been narrowed is that we create single pathways to get where we want to go. So real quick, would someone comes to you guys and says, "I've got weight loss resistance." What do you think their top two ways that they think they're going to get out of it are? The routes to solve that problem, what do you think that your patients would say?
1: Unfortunately, I think they've come to us because they've tried the things that didn't work. And a Mm -hmm. lot of times that consisted of caloric restriction, punishing their bodies, over-exercising, doing things that are extremely limiting and emotionally draining. Is what I see and most unsustain- at the time. And, and unsustainable because you can beat your body into submission yes. for the for for a time, but it does not last, and it is not sustainable mentally, emotionally, or physically.
2: Right, and and very often I think you know what we see is that when you try to deviate from that one or two ways, they may be open to it. They say they're open. Hey, I'm I'm here, doctor. Call them open. Mm-hmm. Not every single patient is like ready for you to just let the light in. And yeah. say, this is this new way because we really convince ourselves. So this practice is one I want to share with you just to sort of help build that window of experience opportunity and really see maybe some other ways that you could use this in your life. So here's the practice. Step one, you would write down a desired outcome. So it like if I said, Andrea, what's something that you want in your life? It could be anything.
1: I want to live not just a long life, but
2: I want to live a life that is healthy, both physically and mentally. You want a healthy life physically and mentally. Okay. So Andrea's got that one. Step two, I would want her to write down the ways she knows right now she could produce that result. And there might be three or four, you could share one if you wanted.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So ways that I would do that physically would be to nourish and care for my body. And the, a means that is specific to me and in the time that I'm in. And then mentally, emotionally, and spiritually,
2: it's to continue to nurture that part of my heart and my soul. Yeah. And then step three would be to take that, what she knows is her path and pretty convinced is her path. Step three would be to like, look at that and say, if it were easy, you get the magic wand, easy, guaranteed, non-pushing, What other ways could you just have? Because remember, you just want health and what did you say? You just want health and longevity or what were the two? I want it to be both physical and mentally healthy. If it were so easy, what would be some ways that it could be, you could achieve that without the the two things that you just mentioned? Oh my, I don't know. Right? Yeah. She doesn't know because Mm -hmm. she's stuck. We're pushing on Andrea's room. Mm-hmm. And I'm inviting her to say, well, what if there's a fun, silly window over there, right? So it yeah. starts to open what we run on pattern. We run on intuition. So what practices like these, and I'll continue it real quick. What they do is they give your subconscious mind other alternatives and ways to be mm-hmm. looking to achieve your result. Why does this matter in functional medicine, wellness? You know, Dr. Cole, could you see, mm-hmm. well, I know what I would say. Can you yeah. see why this would relate to functional well, I medicine? Well,
0: that it's the way that I would say this is how I'm interpreting this practice is that the why and the, the why is so much more many times than the what, because you can teach someone a what, it's like that cliche, like lead a horse to water, but can't make it drink. But if you teach the horse that, you know, this is going to mean a Hydrating you, and you need this. Maybe not the best analogy for all the horses that listen. Maybe they'll get it, but uh, <laughs> no. But I would say for patients, you can teach them this is clinically appropriate. This is what. But if they don't get that this they're worthy of of wellness. If they don't, if they're coming up with this negative attitude or restrictive sort of baggage that they've brought, this is going to be unsustainable. Yes. But if they start shifting just a little bit, their their mindset and their heart set as to why they, this will be, they'll love doing things that love them back.
2: Yes, that's exactly right. So then, so then take it one step further. Andrew is going to laugh at this. So then step four would be, if you just wanted mental health and wellness, longevity over the span of your life, what could be like the box crazy, I can think of one that would just give you, I don't know, 120 years of life. Oh man,
1: we're doing this in real time. So I don't know, know. Uh, out of the box, crazy thing that would help me meet that goal. I don't know. It would be to not overcomplicate things and actually just meet myself where I'm at and not overthink everything.
2: Well, she's hitting some deep stuff there. I was thinking more silly, like there could be a medical device that, you know, puts your brain and you're preserved for a hundred. Like the idea is silliness, right? That there's more than one way to get to your path.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, don't they say Walt Disney's frozen somewhere? Yeah, yeah. right?
2: And so the point isn't to be practical. The mm-hmm. point is to expand all these pathways, motivate yourself, connect with who you are, but really see that there's so many different paths to your individual wellness. Yeah. And so that's what I hope you, and do this practice for as many things and as many that it's helpful to you. And I actually keep my list because I will just say, the reason I shared this practice is I am someone that has a tr- has problems with vision. I see other people that have great vision. Will you have great vision. I even see your son Solomon really can visualize what he wants and projects it out there. My trauma for me has impacted my window of vision. Mm -hmm. And this was a practice that really helped me connect to just the idea that all of these things are possible, number one. Number two... It doesn't have to be as hard as I think. Mm. And, you know, and even if the magic bionic device or the frozen Malt Disney doesn't happen, the lightness that that brings to the idea of you living 120 years, Andrea, is the essence of what I'm, we're doing here. Does yeah.
0: that 100%. make sense? Yeah, Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. That's great.
2: So all that to say in the program we go through we look at mental health, we look at wellness, but we also do practical practices and just like in the group calls we're going to walk you through maybe where you have been and maybe the next best tools for yeah. you or some things to play with and experiment. There's so, a lot of lightness. So
0: we're this. we've integrated both on the platform and in the group calls, mental, emotional, that side of it that how does their mental health impact your physical? Because so many people are, when you're talking about weight loss resistance, they're holding on because it's their body had to, on a subconscious level, created that weight to protect them. Yes. When you start undoing those programmings and doing those past traumas and clearing and metabolizing those mental emotional things, your body can let go. And your nervous system can regulate, your cortisol levels can calm, and your body a ripple effect will that will you you be (laughs) the way that you that's healthy for you. Yeah. You'll be at your healthy metabolic set point. So yeah, it's powerful when you deal with both the mental health and the physical health side.
2: Such a swing on these episodes because I feel like you get so granular and so often a way in for the mental health side is just silly. And I love that that's what I get to bring to the world as a personal thing. I think I'm a silly person, but for me, it has just play and lightness and love and light has brought so much to my mental health and wellness journey. Yeah. So that's why I'm Amen. sharing that as well. For and, sure.
1: Which is why and we start like off to mostly, mess with Andrea yeah, in and real I mean, time. When we start these conversations off silly because that is something that we actually value within this clinic is not just the knowledge and being you know that erudite brilliant person that Dr. Cole is, but you don't get to see his silly side too. And we, you're gonna get to be a part of that and you're gonna get to be a part- of our, our clinical family when you are in this
0: group. Yeah. And I will probably be on the group calls on my walking desk.
1: <laughs> 100%. He has a self-imposed goal every day that we mock him about Which every day. you talk
0: about grace and lightness. I check myself because I'm I, like, you're getting obsessive. Will. <laughs> what are you trying to do? Be Forrest Gump?
2: No, well, when the beard starts to grow <laughs> and you start wearing a smiley t-shirt,
0: yeah. we'll be
1: a little more concerned, but I, I'm so excited and I'm so excited yeah. for people to hear from our, our patients yeah. too. Yeah. So before
0: we go, we're giving away, you know, we normally do giveaways on every episode. I waited until now to do this. We're giving away five free spots in the metabolic recharge.
1: You didn't tell me about this. That's <laughs> I just, I didn't tell
0: you guys, but I, I was like, I'm going to do this a little a bit lot later. a prep
2: for these episodes. Yes, yeah.
0: <laughs> metabolic, five people completely free. You can get access to the metabolic recharge. All you have to do for a chance to win is head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review The Art of Being Well there. Tell us what you love about this episode. Then message me on Instagram at Dr. Will Cole with that review, or you can leave your Instagram handle in the Apple podcast review if you want. Either way, it doesn't matter. We'll check both places. And be sure to follow the Art of Being Well on Instagram at T-A-O-B-W. And what other other thing I want to say? Oh, the website. So we're only taking like an initial group of people to, I don't want to call it beta test, but I guess we can call it like an introductory people to hold your spot for the metabolic recharge. So it's at themetabolicrecharge.com. So go to themetabolicrecharge.com and depending on when you're listening to this, there's going to be a waiting list. Join the list. And then if you're watching this a little bit later, you're listening to this a little bit later, then it may be open. But if you want to be a part of the Metabolic Recharge, no matter when you listen to this episode, go to themetabolicrecharge.com. So before we go, we're going to listen to a very special conversation that I had with one of our telehealth patients. We'll see you next time. Crystal, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for taking time out for me.
3: Oh, thanks for having me.
0: Oh my goodness. So we have these conversations, these personal conversations from real life people because I know I've seen so much over my years of monitoring cases and running this telehealth clinic of isolation. You know, people on the outside, quote unquote, look normal, whatever that means, right? But (laughs) people don't know what it takes just to get through the day whenever you're dealing with a chronic health problem, whether it be an autoimmune issue or hormone problem or mental health issue or digestive problem. These are silent issues more or less, right? So I love these conversations because I know, I hear the feedback from people that listen to these episodes so much hope, so much insight, so much, oh, I knew I'm not crazy. I'm not just quote unquote depressed. And so so much medical gaslighting, especially with autoimmune issues, but really so many other chronic health problems. So we're fixing it one episode at a time with these conversations. So thank you for taking the time out. If you could go back to when we first met, when we started working together as a clinic with you, what were you going through? Take us back there.
3: When I found y'all, I was at the end of every rope I had. I had worked with a functional practitioner locally, and I live in a very small rural area. So we were excited to have found someone who was in the functional space. And my family had gotten involved with this. And and some of them had had really, my partner's brother, and he had really good success. And everybody was talking it up and they said, oh, do this. It'll be great. So we signed up, my partner and I, and his name is Alex. And so Alex and I signed up. And when I got there, there were just like four kind of canned diets. You know, you fit one of four boxes. And I automatically felt a little bit unsure because I was stressing to him that I was a type one diabetic and then I had hypothyroidism. So I knew I was dealing with a couple of autoimmune issues. And the whole time that we were on the program, Alex thrived, but he didn't have any comorbidities. And I didn't, I was feeling worse and I was feeling sicker and sicker. And every time I would bring it up, they would say, oh, it's just die off. It's just a lot of toxic load. And I said, I don't think I should be doing this for 12 weeks. It's like, I don't think there's that much toxicity that needs to die off. Something else is happening and you're not getting a program. And so I left that program and I felt so defeated. I had no hope. And I said, well, if, if someone in the functional space can't help me, how on earth am I going to get anything? I felt awful. I had no energy. I was grouchy. I knew I was grouchy, right? But I couldn't control how I felt every day. I didn't want to do things with my family. I didn't want to travel. I, I had lost my zest for life. And I was just on Instagram and kind of looking around the functional space and an ad kind of came up for your program. And I said, hmm, I, I don't I don't remember exactly what it was you said, but you you made a comment like, you know, something about if you if you're kind of like don't have hope. <laughs> and I said, oh wow, that's me. <laughs> so I went on your website and I spent two or three days kind of just searching it all out. And I started listening to some of your podcasts and you just kept saying things that resonated with me. And I said, maybe, maybe, just maybe, here's someone who can actually help, who really understands. Because I heard you talk about autoimmunity, I heard you address that diabetes, I heard you address hypothyroidism, and so I just kind of swallowed all of the anxiety I had going on and and reached out and you know filled out the form online. And when I was contacted back, I mean, I immediately felt enveloped and heard and everyone on your team had such positivity like we can help you and i was the one who did not have it at the time i was like well we'll see you know i was very guarded i was like okay well you understand i'm a type 1 diabetic right <laughs> you understand i have multiple autoimmune issues right and when when they did the initial like testing where they were you know looking at inflammation I remember my health coach, Christy, saying, I've never seen anyone with inflammation markers as high as yours. She's like, this is I I never see this. You are just drowning in inflammation. And I said, I knew that (laughs) I could feel it. Right. I felt horrible. But she then she just looked at me and she said, but we can help you. And she said, I think at the end of this, your story could be very impactful. And at the time I said, no, not me, (laughs) you know, but the more I got into your program and it worked quickly within a couple of weeks, the cravings for things had stopped. I, I wasn't feeling, I wasn't feeling really, really hungry. Like I had to eat something all the time. Like I was before the, the blood sugar roller coaster evened out and I very quickly responded. I didn't feel like I spent a lot of time in like the die off kind of getting rid of the toxins phase where you can kind of feel a little bit foggy. And Mm -hmm. I didn't in my in the program before I'd spent 12 weeks of that. So I knew what it felt like. And then to quickly come out of it within a week or two and start feeling good was just life changing and motivating. I wanted to keep on the program. I wanted to keep doing well. In fact, when we got to the end of the first four weeks, the souping phase, I was talking to my, my coach and I said, Can I just stay on this phase? <laughs> I feel so good. And she said, No, no, you, you need to progress. You need to have more things in your diet. I said, But I just, I don't want to leave this phase because I'm feeling so well. And it was just amazing and miraculous. And, and I, it was at that point, a month in, which would have been probably the end of May. That I started having hope again. Um, that something was working, and that people were hearing me. And they, I had a team around me who understood my body and its challenges. Wow! Because as, as someone who's 44, I'm entering the middle age phase. I can I can tell the hormone fluctuations. I could see all of these things happening, but I had no tools in my toolkit left to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Because when you see your doctor for diabetes, when you see your endocrinologist, they, you know, they hook you up with a dietitian who just tells you avoid carbs, don't eat the sugar. Well, that doesn't really get it done, right? It doesn't really get it done. It it, it can help you manage the blood sugar on a very superficial level, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make you feel well. And it doesn't address all the other things that were going on in my body.
0: Right. Well said. I mean, so much wisdom there. I'd love to unpack a few things. Well, first of all, on, honestly, I'm honored. Like this is... I take this so seriously. It's a sacred responsibility for me. So for you to say these things, for you to achieve these things, I'm so proud of you. This is so exciting. And you're only, I mean, you're still on the healing journey, right? We're we're not even done yet, but you've done so well for your wellness over the course of time that we've had together so far. So a few things. One, Christy, interestingly enough, she's also been on the podcast because she was a patient first and was also in the healthcare space. We have a lot of people in the healthcare space as patients. And now she's on the other side too. So it's great that she was your collaborative coach uh, at the same time with us because she's so wise, like she's so wise. And she has been open and vocal about her own journey with autoimmunity and optimizing your health. And and a second thing is, like you said, there's, there's nothing wrong with like the general dietitian advice in the conventional model but it's still under the paradigm of disease management right it's gonna maybe help right you're gonna get more glucose control maybe maybe but that's honestly it there's no it's 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 just still within the paradigm of disease management but how about regaining wellness how about getting like taking your health to the next level and reversing the severity and frequency of autoimmune flare-ups like that's what is possible for the vast majority of people but yet that's not really discussed it's all managing the disease managing your blood sugar okay but better doesn't mean optimal (laughs) and right it's better than being unregulated as far as your blood sugar but what's is there something more and there is so much more for most people
3: and I didn't, I didn't realize it for so long because I had spent most of my time with diabetes in the general medicine space, right? Dealing, you know, talking to my endocrinologist who I like, he's very intelligent. He does a great job, but also he doesn't do the deep dive into full wellness, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, do you need more insulin or do you need less insulin? Right. You know, everything is very clinical. And when I would kind of come into that space and say, I'm not feeling good. I'm not losing weight. I'm gaining weight. I have no energy. It was always from a, you know, he took it from a very clinical perspective. Well, let's do more blood work. Let's see if there's anything else going on. And in my heart, I knew that it wasn't necessarily another medical diagnosis that I needed. Mm -hmm. I needed something that was, deeper on the more cellular level I knew I needed wellness Mm -hmm. and I had been in the functional space right Mm -hmm. so I think everybody I well I I shouldn't say everybody but my introduction to functional medicine was Mark Hyman you know I started seeing things from him and I started reading his books Mm -hmm. and then I actually before I signed up I read your book gut feelings and I said oh wow like when you talked about shame inflammation I felt that soul deep because I as a diabetic you kind of feel shamed sometimes you know people you'll be at a party and they'll be like oh you don't want cake right i'm like of course i want cake <laughs> you know and they're like but you're diabetic so people make these comments right and they're meant in the best of you know people mean them well right they they think they're helping you but then you you then you sit there and eat the cake and you you start to like beat yourself up over it right like maybe i shouldn't do this and you know i i i felt when you were talking about that i felt that so deeply because There was a lot of things that I had to deal with mentally through this program. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: I think the hardest thing that I dealt with mentally was just the old habits and patterns. Mm -hmm. And and let me explain. So I was on the program for four or five weeks. I knew what I needed to eat. I was feeling great. I was at home a lot, right? I had the luxury of I, I teach college classes. I'm a college professor. So in May, we don't have any classes. So I had this beautiful amount of time to like focus on myself. For that month. But then we're a family who travels a lot, right? So then June came around and we started kind of getting in our travel. And I was just like, and I remember talking to Christy. I was like, I'm so nervous. And she's like, You've got this. We've got all these resources in place. We can help you travel. Here's here's this travel bone broth you can take with you and all these things. And but what I thought was the mental thing. And so like we would be at breakfast, and old me would order a muffin. Cause I liked the muffin or old me would look at the bakery basket and old me kept popping up and ordering the muffin. And then I would take a bite of the muffin and not like it anymore. Like I knew instantly I didn't want it. It was like, my body was like, what are you doing? I think we've talked about this already. Right. <laughs> I thought we I thought we had everything settled <laughs> and, and I would immediately push it away because I knew I didn't want it, but I kept doing that. Like going back to that old mindset in that old space. And that was the hardest thing that I've had to break was like my old habits, even though internally and physically, I didn't really want it anymore. I kept doing it. Yeah. And so I had to fight that pretty hard, you know, to tell myself, you don't want that. You're not going to eat it. Like the minute you take a bite, you're not going to like it anymore. You know, just get the eggs, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Right. Get something that loves you back. Yeah. yeah,
3: and and so we use that in our family now. So our nieces are nine and six, and they're getting very interested in what the adults around them are doing, right? And they were used to me ordering the muffin, ordering the dessert. Aunt Crystal could be counted on for that kind of thing, <laughs> and 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 I and I stopped doing it quite suddenly, right, for them, and and I used that phrase. I was like, you know, dessert is nice, but right now that cake isn't loving me back. And they would say, well, is it bad? And I'm like, no, it's not bad. It's just not loving my body back. And it was a great way mm-hmm. to explain to them at such a young age that it wasn't that the food was bad. They can have the cake. It's all fun. But for me, it, it wasn't serving me. It wasn't loving me. And my body didn't want it. And they understood it very easily. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I use that phrase a lot. I because. Love it. It, it's such a positive way of thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Instead of you can't have this and you can't have this and this is bad and you shouldn't do this.
0: Right. And there's okay. so much shame back to shame formation, There's so much shame around it, which is antithetical to health. And it's not a moral failure. It's just about being mindful and conscious of what your body loves and what loves you back. And that can change. And the other component of that is as, as a clinic, can we find ways To eat delicious, yummy food that you enjoy that also loves you back. I think most times it's it can be both and not either or. Like you don't have to eat like a rabbit to be healthy. Don't. Which takes it's a learning curve, right? It's because it's going to different things. It's raising awareness, getting in touch with your bodies. You can be intuitive with it. It Doesn't happen overnight, but I'm so proud of of,
3: you. It's a lot of guess and check, right? We we you know Christy kind of helped me guide guide me through this, and she suggested that I cut nightshades because that was one of the things we noticed about the previous elimination diet that I had never stopped nightshades. I mean, I was eating bell peppers every day as a snack. And she said, just just cut it right for this four weeks. Just don't have any. And we very quickly discovered that that is a food that does not love me back. Great food for people, right? People Mm -hmm. can eat peppers and they love them totally. Yeah, my body doesn't love them, right? And it was one of those kind of like game changers, right? When I finally learned, you know, what foods really responded well with my body, Mm -hmm. and then I didn't want to break away from it. You know, she was like, Oh, but you have to try more things, you have to. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to rock the boat, I'm feeling so good, yeah. Uh, But you do, you have to, you have to branch out and find out really, you know, where your core foods are and then, you know, right from there.
0: Absolutely. And as we're gaining resilience, I think sometimes like the reintroduction of foods is many times just as important as the removal of the foods for a time, right? If we're improving resilience and improving gut health, digestion, absorption, all these things, a lot of foods that maybe were, and I see this often, is foods that used to be react reactionary. When the body has more resilience, we've improved both physiological and the mind-body connection. A lot of food sensitivities go away. So I'm so proud of you. You're doing great things. I know something that is near and dear to your heart, it's also near and dear to, to my heart, is raising awareness around late autoimmune diabetes of adulthood. You know, it's a, sometimes called type 1.5 diabetes, right? We know type 1, we know type 2, well, many people think of type one, right, is only juvenile onset diabetes and it's the autoimmune condition. But we see many cases like yourself that are diagnosed later in life and it's sometimes referred to as that type 1.5 because it is not juvenile, it's late onset diabetes of adulthood. I'd love for you to t- talk about your journey of just like not getting answers for a while and finally getting some clarity. Yeah, so
3: our whole family's journey with type one started with my brother. He was diagnosed at 10 years old and it really caught us all off guard because we didn't really have a history of this in our family. And it was just my mother's just intelligence and diligence that got him diagnosed quite quickly. She knew very quickly something wasn't right. She saw the signs, you know, he was drinking a lot of water. He was going to the bathroom a lot. He was eating a lot and, and then, it, but he was losing weight rapidly. And so she really quickly figured it out. And I wasn't diagnosed until my I was mid to late 20s. I don't know, 26, 27, I would imagine. I, it's hard to remember. Time slips away. But I learned very quickly that I had to be my own advocate in the health space because I was initially diagnosed with type 2. And they they said, oh, you know, and, and I knew I had the same signs. I started getting really thirsty. I had to urinate a lot i was starting to drop weight and I was doing nothing to cause this. And I I went to my brother and I said, let me borrow your blood sugar meter. And it just read high. So it was just off the charts. And so I went to the doctor the next day and he said, oh, it's just type two. Like he just kind of didn't even really do a lot of deep testing. He just assumed because I was older, it was type two. And with a couple of weeks, he put me on metformin, which made me feel awful. But within a couple of weeks, I was worse. And I said, this is not right. I mean, I got to the point where, I mean, I was, I was basically in the first stages of diabetic ketoacidosis, DK. And thankfully my mother was just like very diligent again. And she said, no, no, Crystal, you're going back. We're taking you to the ER. You're going, we're fixing this. Something is not right. You need insulin. She knew. And sure enough, you know, once we went through the next round of testing, they tested for the antibodies and they said, oh, wait, wait yes, you are type one, um, you are insulin dependent. And I just thought to myself, if I hadn't, if we hadn't known what was happening, right. If we hadn't already had experience with diabetes and if we, if I hadn't just pushed and was my own advocate, I mean, it could have went South even faster than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then I've, and I've had a couple of bouts with DKA, right. And it, it sometimes it just happens. Mm-hmm and but you have to know the signs you have to know your body and you have to be an advocate so for me it's important that people need to know that it can it can happen at any stage Mm -hmm. you don't have to be an infant you don't have to be a child and that you need to be your own advocate and you need to understand the signs that -hmm. you could be experiencing diabetes because there's a difference between the two types It, it amazes me well i mean it shouldn't but 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 people don't understand the difference in the types of diabetes, right? They think it's just all the same. When they hear diabetes, it's just diabetes. Yeah. Like, and they don't understand insulin-dependent diabetes and how it differs and how mm-hmm. it's handled, mm-hmm. how it differs and how you your health is handled. So uh, to, for me, it's very important that that people hear it and they understand it and they they mm-hmm. look for the signs and they learn to just advocate for themselves. Yeah. And then... Don't spend all this time just just drowning in the medical clinical space. Like I would say wholeheartedly get yourself into a functional program and, you know, strong in in nutrition and helping your body to heal Mm -hmm. and helping your body flush the inflammation and just evening yourself out. My blood sugar control on this program has been phenomenal. I went from an A1C that was almost nine. I think it was 8.8 or 8.9 when I, when I entered the program. And I just had it checked and it's like
0: 6.2, something
3: amazing. like that. I mean, it's like, it has dropped dramatically. I don't, it's been a long time since I've seen the sixes. Amazing!
0: <laughs> I'm so proud of you. And and it's, that's amazing. It's this
3: program. And, and I just can't say enough things. I can't tell people enough. I can't, if anybody is on the fence, don't be. If you're at the end of your rope and you feel like you have no hope left, Mm -hmm. you and your team give hope back. And I, the classic case, you know, I went into this thinking, you know, obviously I had a little bit of hope left, right? Because I I signed up for the program, but I felt like I didn't. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: And, you know, initially with Christy, I was just like, she had to keep proving to me, right? This was going to be okay. Mm -hmm. But then eventually it spoke for itself. Yeah. And I'm down 60 pounds,
0: <laughs> wow. which
3: is amazing. And I just feel good. And my family says, oh, you're so much happier. You want to do so many things. You have so much more energy. You're a different person. And it's true. It's true. I feel like I have my life back that I had lost for a decade.
0: Oh my gosh. And then I think of the brevity of life, right? Even the longest living of us, which you're improving your longevity and your health spend tremendously by doing what you're doing. But you think of it, like life is so sacred. And, you know, so many I think of that. So many years of life can be lost by not living the life you were created for and being kept back from doing the things you're passionate about and doing like what will you do with the time that you have? And many people are not living their life fullness. Like you mentioned earlier, that zest for life was something that I hear often, actually, that word zest for life, because it's true. It's so depleted when you don't have the energy and you have inflammation, you're struggling with these flare-ups and dysregulation in the body. So thank you. I think you're going to provide so much insight and hope and answers for people in this conversation. Thank you. And thank you for also shedding light on the difference between type 2 and type 1 diabetes and this concept of type 1.5 for people that have autoimmune diabetes later in life too thank you and thank you for taking time out of today to talk with me
2: I just
3: want to thank you and your team thank you you, so much. you have given me so much better quality of life I wish I had found you 10 years ago right but I found you when I needed to find you
0: amen right?
3: I, I and so there's no looking back now there's only no looking forward and I just I just can't thank y'all enough and y'all are all so supportive and so lovely. And I've had nothing but positive, affirming, you know, experiences with your team. And I can't, I can't sing y'all's praises (laughs) enough. Thank you so
0: much, Crystal. I appreciate you immensely. Thank you so much. Thanks.